0: Hello, and welcome to the Future Proof Podcast. This is our monthly podcast where we chat about stuff we've been working on and cool stuff we're planning. I'm Gregory Avery-Weir.
1: And I'm Melissa Avery-Weir. So, we've had a fun month. Yeah. We ended up kind of hit with some interesting required upgrades.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got an email a while back that's like, hey, this is Google. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we're turning some stuff off, yeah. but don't worry, you've got plenty of time. Yep. And then we were like, we've got plenty of time. We've
1: got plenty of time. We'll work on it, you know, a month and a half ahead of time. That's and then a fine. couple weeks ago. And then uh, deadlines slipped. Mm-hmm. Uh, work schedule slipped, yeah. I think is, is better. I, uh, I had a very rough month at my day job.
0: And we've both had health issues up and down.
1: Right. And so finally, a few days before Google was all set to turn off <laughs> Google Plus, which everybody knows was not a. It was
0: on the chopping block. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, what we did not expect was that uh, the login that we use for exploit zero day, which is a standard Google OAuth, mm-hmm. uh, makes calls to Google Plus.
0: Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where like you can understand how they did it once upon a time, and they never sure. actually ended up fixing it, and right. then did fix it, but we right. weren't on that version. Right. Because and it upgrading was... that. Library is a bit of a
1: pain, Right. we got a lot of testing. Um, and it uh, turned out it was a major version update on the library we're using, which meant that some other things were impacted. Um, and so what I thought reasonably was mm. going to be a couple of hours of effort, mostly testing, uh, probably took eight to 10. Yeah. And involved two rather late nights. Um, And then I had a personal site to do it on once I got it set for easy. Yeah, we
0: were literally, I mean, for your personal site, you were literally down to the final hour, right? It was,
1: yeah, like it was after midnight, but probably not on the West Coast. So I I was up till about three. um, So... Uh, I assume they didn't flip the switch at midnight West Coast because it's a tech company, and why yeah, they would probably you do turned it
0: you know, when they got in in the, the morning next day yeah. or something. Yeah,
1: after they had their coffee. So that was uh, fun and entertaining and stressful. Um, by which I mean, not fun. Um, and then, like the EZD forums had a significant upgrade come through that like took the box down for a while, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it was just kind of of those things where it's like monthly maintenance that we had let slip for a couple months and this happens every time we let it slip for a couple months um something major happens and i'm sure we'll have some other things come up we have some other notices uh about stuff later this year around certificates for the google play store and 64 bit this and that so it's just hard to keep up with that kind of stuff we're getting better at it it's just just bad combination in that case
0: yeah but as an example of a thing we did to help it make it easier to maintain stuff, I think we've mentioned that we were, we've were we been working on this, but yep. we, for a long time, used DoPressKit, which mm-hmm. was a, a thing that sets up like a media kit yep. for video game companies or basically any company with a project. Right. It was put together by the folks at Vlambeer. Mm-hmm. And it's a great app, but it also uses a tech that we consider kind of old it uses php Mm -hmm. it uses an approach that isn't as i don't know highfalutin rigorous software engineering as we prefer sure
1: yeah Um, we're snobs
0: yeah and so we hasn't
1: hasn't been updated in a while yeah and so Which, which is a
0: big bigger issue yeah
1: i think that's that's kind of my biggest issue like the gdpr stuff um is notable and um Like, I don't, I don't know that we have fixed, we have not fixed that, but we are now available to fix that for this.
0: And so we have re-implemented PressKit or the features of PressKit in Django, which is the the web framework we use for all of our websites that aren't just simple little flat sites. And so we have released that. Uh, it is up on GitHub. Mm-hmm. It is available for anyone to use if they want to. Yep. Um, we've got tests working. We
1: do. Uh,
0: which was a bit of a chore. You, We, we wanted to use Travis CI to yep. do automated tests just so that every time we put code in, it runs all our tests and goes, hey, you passed.
1: Right. Make sure it builds. Make sure it passes. Um. You can, there's all sorts of really cool configuration stuff you can do, like getting code coverage stats or testing its multiple versions of things. Mm -hmm. So I could say Django version X1 and X2, and it'll run the whole suite against it. Um, Problem is... And this is, I have just had the most fun this last month. Yeah, you
0: run into all sorts of things that are like, (laughs) why was this even an issue? It just wouldn't run.
1: Yeah, it just failed uh, running tests. And Mm -hmm. I would like duplicate the repository under a different name and a different account, private, public, whatever. It would work anywhere other than my repo. And I've like, there's like awesome people at Travis CI like doing diffs on our code and like helping me out with like learning how to dig in there um and like they don't know python well so they were like uh interpret this i'm like it's all the same like so finally i am logged in on this box like you have to like do this weird hack around to kind of like shell into this box and i'm like you know what let me just rename this folder and i rename it and it works this is hours and hours and hours and hours later, and it turns out that because the package name had an underscore, Django underscore press kit, mm-hmm. that when you say run the tests, you've got like two things referring. It was like a shadowing thing. Yeah. So anyway, I had to so rename the repository. But don't it all works. name
0: your project the same as your repository. And I have as often your package.
1: Yep, yeah, I have often wondered why when you put pip packages. Mm-hmm they often are a little different than what you actually install as the application, right? Like, they'll yeah. have hyphens in one place and then of course, in the other. So that's why. <laughs> but, but it's out now. It's out now. And so I have not worked on standard open source projects very much. Um, but my understanding is if you want something to change, like, you know, you kind of open an issue on the rep- on the repository and mm-hmm. you would fork the repository, do the work locally, mm-hmm. and then submit a pull request to merge that fork back in. Yeah. So it's, it's rather different than how we work locally, where we just sort of branch off of the same repository. Um, and we still have some things to figure out because we internally use Jira, mm-hmm. and we won't we'll want to be more public with work we do in the future. And There's stuff like that. But it's available for, for forking and working on, and we'll take feature requests and help yeah. people implement new things help people install we have instructions but we are such tech heads that there there we're probably missing things that yeah that other even python or django developers might not know to do that we just kind of were like oh of course you would know to do this or thing. a
0: thing we just forgot to write down
1: right yeah that too so um i'm excited i don't know that i expect there to be you know a whole lot of adoption of it or anything yeah but and
0: and I mean we not might not even work on it all that much because it works yeah it works it does and we wrote down everything we thought it should do and then <laughs> right. we did all that stuff so yeah but yeah check it out uh, I don't know github.com slash futureproof games
1: slash Django press kit there'll be a, a link in the show notes
0: but yeah that's out and it's it's exciting it's always nice to have a project released so in terms of things that aren't exciting you worked on an inevitability
1: I did. i worked on taxes um so it's weird to like talk about this on the podcast because like who cares um <clears throat> but i'm not i don't know it, it struck me as something that may be a little bit of a novelty for people who either do development just under their own name mm-hmm. like as sole proprietors or as people who like have no idea how business taxes work yeah um, like me like you, because I do our taxes. <laughs> well, I don't do our taxes. So anyway, so here's what the process looks like. Um I do bookkeeping anywhere from once a week to once a month. And that's like noting that we got money from Steam or money from Itch, and this is how many sales it was, and like like balancing a checkbook. And then yeah. I you know, like I do that kind of like low level bookkeeping. And then at the end of every year, I need to close out the books. And so this usually theoretically happens in january um unless there are problems and at that point i actually kind of locked down the numbers i put a password on it
0: mm-hmm. the password isn't there to keep it safe from like someone uh, illicit getting in right it's it's so that you can't accidentally mess it up you have to go look up a thing in order to actually make a change
1: exactly um <clears throat> so that's I've i take that safety net for myself so once the books are closed, I pull a few different kinds of reports. I pull a lot of different kinds of reports. So I ship them over to the accountant and, um, and she asked, like, did you get any new assets? So like if we buy computer parts or if we buy a new computer or a new microphone or anything like that. Anyway, so we chit chat through this stuff, which is just a few emails back and forth. We really have simple stuff. Like we don't have yeah, inventory.
0: I get the impression that our accountant usually works with
1: much, much, much more complicated oh, yeah, companies. For sure. Um, and then she ships us back a bunch of PDFs, and it's state filings and federal filings. Most of it's filed electronically the mm-hmm. way an individual would, but there are a couple forms that like I have to sign and send back to her to verify that it's fine for her to submit them and that I did review the numbers. And so it's a meticulous process, because when I get the thing back, she's so fast. Cause, like it like, said,
0: literally takes her an hour.
1: Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, I go through and I check all the numbers. And I often manage to confuse myself in this process <laughs> because she will pull a number from a place that I'm like, why did she use this number that I consider kind of an intermediate number? Like, not the final number. Um, and so I work through things. And every year or so, I'll come back with a question that's like, you know, should we have depreciated mm-hmm. this? Or was this really the profit on this? Um, and she's she's always quick. and. Not always clear on her answers but
0: <laughs> there's, there's a challenge anytime you're talking to a relative layperson about your own technical field exactly. like
1: yeah um and so and then it's done and this is actually probably the most efficient year um nice. in the sense of like it's later than one would prefer like i probably finished i think i finished signing everything on march 13th and it's Mm -hmm. due on march 15th
0: because it's a business tax
1: instead of personal tax, right so it's due a month early um but um, in terms of like time spent there was like one big accounting effort on my part that was a handful of hours and then a few emails over a couple days with her and it was all done um so that's great that's a that's on account of me doing better with bookkeeping in the last year or so so taxes i said i'd be quick I explained everything. <laughs>
0: Excellent. <laughs> so the other thing that we've been doing that uh, has me a little excited is we've been working on Headless Swarm again actively. Yay. So we've got one story in the backlog mm-hmm. called Burn, Burn, Burn. Yay! That should be released once we finish this next story.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: this upcoming story. I don't. Do you? Do you know what it's called?
1: on I, I do not. I haven't okay. worked on this one at all yet.
0: So uh so all of our stories all, the jobs is what we call them the quests you know that, that that sort of thing um they tend to be pretty high concept so mm-hmm. they'll be like hey this one is a hacking job that takes place at x or right. this is a hacking job where you do this cool thing so this one is you hacking an airport
1: that's right
0: and the job is called remote terminal
1: yes <laughs> and it is the charlotte douglas airport yeah it's the charlotte douglas airport which is where we live we don't live well we don't live yeah we don't yes
0: but we live in charlotte uh and this one's especially interesting because so to me because exploit zero day is a sequel to Mm -hmm. a flash game that i made years ago Mm -hmm. and the one of the main characters of ezd named sketch is from charlotte and during the events of exploit, had some uh, minor issues with international cyber terrorism. And uh, she is the the job contact for this for this job. And so much of her communication includes like, please don't get me in, in trouble for international cyber terrorism again, please. But I, I enjoy the process of being like, what's this cool cyber thing we can do? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's
0: not, I mean, I think that exploit is pulpier than a lot of the stuff we work on and produce. Um, In what sense? Like, it's it's inspired by things like hackers. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's uh, I think we explore some heavy-hitting issues like we explore police brutality and and uh the military industrial complex and (laughs) and the blurring line between consumer electronics and military work but we do it in a way that's like break into this facility and steal this piece of software right or a little
1: little more leverage or italian job (laughs) than,
0: and the characters are all a little more overblown than they might be in, in a different sort of story yeah um, but it's fun to like burn 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 is uh colonel pop you yep. trying to avoid detection at a cyber warfare conference excellent and this one is hacking an airport yeah and yeah we're getting close to finishing out the season too yeah so
1: there's we know that there's uh, it's a little difficult to count, I think, maybe 10 jobs. We've got a couple yeah. little side things, um, but nine primary jobs. Um, so, yeah, this is six of nine. When six is done, we'll release five, mm-hmm. keep moving on seven, kind of like keep one um, in the pipeline. And that that also lets us adjust. Like if yeah, if, if someone, someone's like, yeah, someone's like, like Oof, continuity yeah. error, especially <laughs> so since it's been a while since we had yeah. worked. So and
0: and if someone comes in and plays headless swarm after everything is done, mm-hmm. these two jobs are actually simultaneous. Right. So, so you'll these two jobs will both unlock at the same time, mm-hmm. kind of looking at two different characters in the Zero Day organization right. dealing with some fallout from stuff you did <laughs> earlier in the story.
1: So, yeah, that's exciting. I'm yeah. ready it's not that i want to like put headless worm behind us but i am ready to see it as a finished product yeah. i'm ready to release it you know what and
0: I mean? and like i the folks who have been troopers for not you, yes. know, ex, you know accepting our delays and and not uh not giving us a hard time about it mm-hmm. is i want to make sure they get what they paid for
1: yeah yep
0: so yeah that's about it for this month yeah if you want to see everything we're up to, we mm-hmm. blog and put up stuff at futureproofgames.com. We're over on Twitter at PlayFutureproof, and you can find us on Facebook if you search for us. Uh, hit us up with questions or comments over on futureproofgames.com on our blog or on social media. Our theme music is Juparo by Broke for Free, which is available under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license. <laughs>